What up, everybody? This is Darius J. And I'm Stevie Neal. And this your girl, Mella G. No guests right now. Yo, and this yeah. is... Oh, we didn't have to... <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have to talk put them on blast. He's, on, he's it's, forthcoming. It's all right. That's, Let's talk that's about why it. I did it, you know what I mean? But this is Conversate, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, you know, we're going to go ahead and start it all out with the How You Living Melody. Uh, so, um, <clears throat> this week was kind of a blur for me. Mm. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. I just, it's really having a hard time with what happened this week. I work at a daycare part-time, so I was with kids all week, um, Lord Jesus, um, <laughs> they're they're definitely a um, live birth control. Um, not that I'm out here having sex or anything, because I'm a you know a disciple, and my my convictions are that I'm not having having sex until I'm married. But pick you know, up your voice. If I was if I was out here in these streets doing ungodly things, I would not be. Yeah. So, anyways. Um, but other than that, though, uh, just been doing a lot of research on investors and uh, people who give out grants to kind of push along uh, some of the projects that I have personally and some mm. of the things that I have with other people, yeah. especially with Conversate as well. Just trying to uh, push people to a more personal and more personal platform. So we got a lot of things working in the background, guys, uh, that we're excited to show you and launch. Um, so I'm really just excited just about the things that God is doing and, and the things that he's been able to connect me to uh, over this past couple of months. Um, that's just bringing so much perspective and life and purpose um, and just living, man, living my best life, you know. Living my best life. I ain't going back with these ninjas. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I'm living. <laughs> <laughs> So what's up, Steve Neal? How you living, bro? Man, um, just um, just so much to go over. Um, just been really studying out some things in the Word, man. Um, I'm on a Daniel fast right now. That means he ain't eating none of the meats. No meat. That's right. No meat. Only legumes and uh, stuff that comes out. The other stuff that comes out the ground, vegetables and such. Um, what the pain? Just... Oh, he just saw the pain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I had to try it out. Um, so yeah, man. So just been studying on some great things like Ecclesiastes three, especially just really just things happening in their season and being beautiful in their own season. It's a time and a place for everything. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So um, I just hit me to that. Just hit me this week more than ever. I've heard it a million times. But mm. you know, because uh, it was my spiritual birthday, um, it was my spiritual birthday on Tuesday. Right. So on Tuesday, I just was in this mode. Like, I've, this is the first time I really felt like full on, like, like yeah, you know, this is like six years in this thing. Yeah. And. Um, really cherish it, you know, because sometimes I just let the, the date pass, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? But um, this year, just has been studying some things out, been enriched, been encouraged. So, um, so yeah, that's what I've had going on. Yeah. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, you know. So, what's been going on with me is uh, life, mm -hmm. love, and the pursuit of uh, happiness, you know what I mean? Um I say, uh, for the most part, I've uh, just been learning about, you know what I mean, just putting a schedule in place, really, just trying to put my life in order and just, like, not let life happen to me to actually just attack my life for things and situations that won't come up and just take advantage of my time because I do think, I do deem my time more valuable than anything on this earth, you know what I mean, and I want my time to be spent well. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I want to be able to be continue to be strong for my wife. I want to be able to continue to be, you know, an effective husband, an effective worker in my job, an effective um, member of my church. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't want to just, you know, just be coming in visiting because a lot of times we get into visitor status at our church. We just show up but don't do no work. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Just trying to be better at that. 
trying to be more accountable, you know what I mean, for my friends and family, you know what I mean, and just trying to honestly just be the um, man I'm supposed to be, you know what I mean. I think, you know, manhood is a very important thing. Manhood is something I always preach to my friends, family, everything, because that's something I believe in, you know what I'm saying. Being a man is the most important part of being a man, but a lot of people claim manhood, but they don't really do manhood. Mm -hmm. Right. You know what I mean? So that's just something I've been trying to center myself in, learning to be disciplined, learning not to try to, you know, go too far ahead. and have, I, You know, we, I struggle with foresight because I see things that I want to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm like, man, I'm going to get there and I'm going to do it. But then I don't think about the planning process that, dedication I'm gonna have to put forward and yeah I don't want to just be a person that spout out ideas and things and do you know what I mean so I really want to make all the things that I want to do the things I want to achieve with my friends families and you know with this podcast and everything and I want to see it through to fruition so yeah I want to make it happen I want to make it pop you know what I mean so been working on the mental side you know what I'm saying trying to be strong and you know what I mean just the things that I want in life I want to be have them and I want to be great at it yeah. You know I mean, so, yeah. That's me. That's what's going on in my oh, world. Oh, yeah. Bugging in these streets. Bugging in these streets. In these streets. Oh, and I just want to give uh, Mella's Cause a shout out. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, show y'all the shirt. Exactly. Black Educated Dream Maker. Are you a Black Educated Dream Maker? Well, you need to get your shirt today. The link will be in the comments below. Exactly. You know I mean? This money, the, the money that will be raised from this campaign will go towards funding futures for black African-American. Well, that's the same thing. African-American yes. youth. <laughs> so basically what I'm trying to do is to integrate art programs into public schools that will help youth build professional portfolios that would easily get them a entry-level job upon mm -hmm. graduating high school. That is the goal. Yeah. Now, it's not only to develop your skills in whatever arts that you choose, right. but it's also to teach you character. Character. Things that you need to that will carry on, carry on the rest of your life. How you talk to people, how you present yourself, mm. how do you, you know, dress, how you write a check, how you do this, how you catch your money, how you budget, how you blah blah. Like all these different things that yeah. you need that are essential to life outside of just as it pertains to business. So it's business, but then it's also character. So uh, yeah, please support the cause because it's going to support, support it. so many other youth that are into arts but don't know where to start and how to make it a career or just to you know work for a company and doing what they love. You know, right out of right out of high school. So. Support the cause. Link below. So we'll be commented below. So basically, you're going to help these young people get some home training. Some home training. Because there's a lot of things that's missing out in these streets. It's home training. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because uh, I feel like, you know, that right there, all that stuff you're talking about, building in kids and actually teaching these kids, that's all home training, man. That's just what you supposed to know, what you're supposed to learn at the house, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And these, these are things that just supposed to be, you know, already instilled, but sad part about it, we don't have a lot of that going around these days, yeah. you know what I mean? But, you know, I appreciate your efforts, man. Thank you. Support it. You have to get me and my wife old shit. Yay. You know what I mean? So, but we can match and look cool together while we're in Orlando. Yay. You know what I mean? Because I like looking cool with my wife. So, cause she's cool. Yeah, she is cool. So let's get into some of these topics. Uh -huh. Um, so, yes, Kelsey Martinez, yes. first female coach in the Oakland Raiders history. That's right. Um, she's uh 26 years old. Mm. Um, assistant strength and conditioning coach. So she has uh, gotten the job this year, mm -hmm. and uh, the players. Love her efforts, her dedication to their um, fitness and well-being. Mm -hmm. But, yes, the first female coach in the history of the Oakland Raiders. Uh, wow. That's a long history, too. Yeah. Um, one of the, you know, just 
I'm trying to say long standing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Just said it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but yes, this is a big deal. Yeah. This is a big deal. And her ethnicity is Yeah, um, she is uh a Shekin- um oh man, I don't wanna say it wrong. Chicana? <laughs> Chicana. So Mexican American uh woman. Yeah. Wow. So you don't want to say Latino because that could be a lot of stuff. Yeah. Right, right. So uh-huh. yeah. So Mexican American. I'm just yeah. loving this this woman. Like these yeah. women doing yeah, this. The women coming through. They doing. Come their on, thing. first first you know female mean? coach in the Oakland Raiders. Hey man, don't be out there messing with the players and stuff like that. Keep it see, see, go to church. See, someone just, had to go there, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, but you knew it was gonna be Darius. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so you know, what I mean, <laughs> keep your life in doctrine and order. You know what I mean? I don't know. You may be Catholic. Oh, jeez. I do not. But, um, but no. yeah, but, I mean, but still, but yeah, um, I'm proud of her, man. Like, there's a lot of things that need to happen out here in these streets for women to even be able to make their mark on this planet and just to be able to overcome some most of the boundaries and roadblocks that are set in place for them. Yeah. That's amazing because yeah. a lot of times, like, people think it's easy to make, especially for women and People of color, it really is not. If that was the case, it would already be here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, for her to be able to achieve what she achieved, proud of her, man. Like, yeah. glad that is uh, happening for her because right. um, it ain't easy. No. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure she had to hustle two times as hard as the, the next person, a man. You know yeah. what I mean? So to have her in the stage of life that she in and being so young, yeah, man, that's going to be dope. She's going to have a story to tell, yo. Mm-hmm. She is creating her story. Yeah, just like you said, you know, like, I feel like if people were already out here, you know, doing that as far as female, there wouldn't be a lot of first of anything. Right. You know, just be like, well, well, there's another female that da 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 at a young age, you know, so that's why it's probably big. Well, that's why it is big news because it does take a lot of hard work and dedication, but it's like we're already out here doing that. Like me speaking on behalf of women being the voice of the women. Right. You know, it's like we're out here doing that. It's just like when are we going to get noticed for it and, you know, not, you know, have something based on like our, you know, sex, like sexual orientation yeah. you know it's more so like oh no this girl knows her stuff whether she's a man or a woman you right. know and i think that's just how we continue to defy the odds with things like this that's in media where it's like oh you have the first uh football coach oh you have the first person on in the stock market you know yeah. you have the first person to do this you have the first person to do that and it's like you know, like big ups to all the women who have been working hard over many, many years to get to the spaces. Like it just, it just tells me like there's nothing that's impossible. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that should be an encouragement to everybody out there that has a platform and whether it's starting out small or it's getting mm-hmm. larger or whatever. Like just keep being consistent and keep you know working hard and dedicate you know whatever time to it. Like it'll yeah. come to fruition. Yeah, I mean, because it's for the, yes, because it's like I tell people, and one thing my granddad told me a long time ago, he said, it ain't easy being the first nothing, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Being the first of something is always the hardest part, because yeah. guess what? If you're the first something, you had to clear the path. It wasn't a path made for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like conquering uncharted lands. Yeah. You have to clear the path, you know what I mean, in order to get there. So it ain't easy, because there's no way to the place yeah you, you know there's a place that you want to get to but you have to basically clear the path if you ain't out here clearing the path to be the first don't expect to be the first yeah you know what i mean and if you ain't sure if you don't have the resolve to be the first you know what i mean trust me it's gonna be hard because yeah. it gonna it take a, a steel chin you know what i mean to be the first in life you know what i mean because you're going to get a lot of lumps, mm-hmm. and you're going to have to fight back. You're going to have to get up. You're going to have to strive for greatness daily, even when greatness don't seem like it's on the horizon. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you got to persevere, man. You it's do. all about perseverance. And, and I'm sure um, on her way to this, there might have been some adversity. Yeah. Um, some people telling her, like, it was crazy. Like, you know, what What are you – you're going to go into this locker room with all these 53 men, 53 yeah. grown men, and they're going to be – you know, you're only 26, so they're going to be trying to holler at you or something like that. Yeah. You know, as 
you know, as you yeah, brought up, but it's a right. very legit thing. Yeah. You know, but she was just like, well, no, I'm about my business. That, you know, I'm dedicated to my craft. And uh, the players have said as much. Like, she's exactly. really dedicated yeah. to yeah. what she's doing. That's and that's the thing. You know? That's And that's the great thing, I feel like, when you're able to stand your own ground despite, like, what everybody else may think, you know, around you. Like, like that was, you know, when your thought was like, oh, well, you know, you got to watch out because uh, <laughs> that's a lot of men and I'm yeah. one woman. But it's like, I think when you under, when you know your passion and you're focused and you come in and you do your job, it's like people can't help but to respect you. It's like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not about that. You can try it mm -hmm. if you want to, but let me tell you what I'm about. And it's mm. not that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You got to have a standard. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you I You got to stand it. Somebody always can take you off your uh, path. Right. So. Be submitted in what you believe in mm -hmm. and strive for greatness. Yeah, and speaking of striving for greatness, we have uh, Cullen Jones, two-time Olympic swimmer. Who, gold medalist. Gold medalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who uh, are giving lessons to kids in the black community. Yeah, man, because we need to know how to swim. There ain't a lot of black people know how to swim, actually. Mm -hmm. I know everybody from where I'm from, we knew who knew how to swim. We knew who didn't know how to swim. The people that was in the eight feet knew how to swim. Yeah. People that was in the three feet trying to look cool, save face, stayed in the three feet to <laughs> swim. You know what I mean? And I, I think, because it's, it's a lot of people that die because of the lack of knowledge, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's one thing that he's able to fulfill, being who he is, being able to make an impact in the community, using his, basically his platform in order mm -hmm. to create uh, safe places for people to, you know, learn something that they need to learn. That's a valuable life skill. Yeah. People don't understand swimming is the difference between living and dying a lot of times. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So to be able to have that skill, you know what I mean, and be able to want to give that skill back to the community, yeah. that's a great thing. You can't beat that. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Being who he is, the notoriety that he has, it's, it's, I love it. You know what I mean? I, I wish... More people would take their skills and take it back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just like, but that's, unfortunately, that's not the case all the mm. time. But most of the time, what people get, they take it and they keep it for them. May give it to a few people around them, but they don't say, okay, let me share the wealth of the things that I've learned in this world, you mm. know what I mean, in order to pay it forward, basically. Yeah. You know, and I feel like my man Cullen doing that thing, you know what I mean? And that's needed. That's what this world needs. You know what I mean? Need mm -hmm. more people throwing the rope back over the wall. Even getting at the top of the wall and coaching people back over. Over it, yeah. You know what I mean? But, you know, that is not a dying process. That's what I'm glad to see. It's yeah. And that's the thing. I, I feel like that's been like a ongoing topic just for our discussions this past couple of weeks. It's just, you know, somebody seeing the need. And actually feeling it, you know, like just, you know, as Russell, you know, was on our show and, you know, he had an experience, you know, with, you know, one of his family members and, you know, receiving certain information, you know, that was kind of like a, okay, so you're going to throw all this information on me and not really explain it, you know, which caused him to be like, you know what, like, I want to be able to put myself in a position to help others go, you know, process through things that he you know, wasn't able to process through. Exactly. Um, so it's like I'm just really loving the the trend of, you know, people using their platform to be able to reach back and, you know, bring up the next community, especially the black community, um, which is why I'm, I'm so – I pride so much in the, you know, campaign that I have with the T-shirts. It's like right. it's so much bigger than a T-shirt, you know. It's, it's like my – you know, campaign, like, I've been wanting to do this for a long time, but it's almost like, okay, should I do it? Is people going to support? Da -da 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 -da. Right. And you have all these doubts that continues to hinder you from actually getting to a a, a point, like, it, yeah. to yeah. a point, yeah. like, not yeah. even just to the goal, but it's like, when I see people, you know, like Stevie Neal and his wife, um, you know, support is like, man, you know, like there's people that's actually out here that cares about it just as much as I do. Yeah. And that the more I market it, the more that, you know, I continue to put it out there and push it out there, eventually it's going to catch some traction. Yeah. So um, that's why I feel like, you know, even with, you know, Kelsey, you know, like I don't know what her process was to yeah. get to where she is now, but she's there yeah. and she worked hard for it mm -hmm. and she holds her ground yep. in doing so. Yeah, man. 
Stevie Nell. Yeah, I mean, uh, with Colin Jones, uh, he always, I think the story is is that he almost drowned at his yeah. local pool, yeah. and that's what got him into swimming, is like he did not want to be in that predicament again. Yeah. So that really speaks to his mentality mm-hmm. that he knows other black children yeah. are in that predicament and mm-hmm. he wants to solve that as much yeah. as he can you know so i mean that i think that's awesome I mean, yeah yeah it is it is it is a great thing because just like i i think that we are in the um hope dealing process on our uh, podcast and we just want to give as many people hope and stories of hope as possible you know yeah. i mean it's some negative things that happen and we we talk about those too but we like to give, you know what I'm saying, it's enough, people get enough uh, negativity generated on their social media yeah. as a whole. And we just out here just trying to push hope, push a little light at the end of the tunnel, you know what I mean? Because a lot of people are shrouded in darkness, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Whether how, No matter how they look on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you got fakeness all around you. But yeah. you know what I mean? Some people shut their phone off and it's dark in their house, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Dark in their soul. So we just trying to put this hope out here yeah. to just illuminate, you know what I mean? Like, we want people to have a positive outlook on life. It is a very hard life. Life is not easy, yo. Mm-hmm. I don't care. And if somebody's saying life is easy, they ain't really living. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? They living off somebody else's life. Yeah. Just like kids, they don't know that life is hard because they get to live through. They live vicariously, you know what I mean? And don't even get to see the bad parts because most of the time your parents shield you from it. Right. But as an adult, you ain't got that shield. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And when we push people like Cullen and uh, Kelsey, you know what I mean? And just like even like um, Russ, you know what I'm saying? We put people out here like that in order for you to see Karina Marie, all these people out here that yeah. just got hope. You know what I mean? Like it's just I'm tired of seeing a world of negativity. Yeah. You know I mean? Like, and I just don't want to put that out there. I want to put that in the lexicon. You know what I mean? So I, I, I try my best to try to, if I show negative stuff, I show it just because of most of the time we got a thought process to it. Mm-hmm. And I want to bring about another side of the uh, spectrum. You yeah. Know what I mean, to try to go ahead, Steve. And I mean, you also bring it up. You, you also bring up maybe, you know, negative events just to let people know that stuff like this is happening. Exactly. You yeah. Know, you don't want any. We don't want people to think that you know negativity, racism does not exist. Exactly. I feel like we've been lured into that trap. We've said this in previous episodes. Yeah. That uh, we've been lured into the trap that racism's dead and hate is dead and everything yeah. like that. But no, we need to constantly be aware. You know, without it really overpowering us yeah. but like but just be aware yeah because you can't fight if you can't see yeah that's true opponent, that's you know true I mean? so 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 yeah I, I dig you on that mm-hmm. yeah 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 because you know we have to be that we have to be real you know what I mean because a lot of times we don't be real with the, to the fact that we just like hey this is life and yeah good and bad it exists in life you know what I mean I would like to talk about negative things in order to tell you how to come up out of it. You know what I mean? Because just like, even when we talk about the racism and yeah. anything like that, um, oppression of any kind, you know what I mean? Whether it be, you know, the masculine agenda, oppressing the feminine agenda. Yeah. You know what I mean? You want to tell people how to combat that. You know what I mean? Because it... People out here just hurting sometimes, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And just to be able to put a little light on all the things that's going on in this world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, uh, I'm glad to have the opportunity to do that. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and kind of continuing, um, people using their, their platform, we have Randy Moss, who used his platform very well with his famous Absolutely. tie with all the victims of police brutality um all the people who have um, died uh, due to police brutality right and and gotten little to no justice Mm -hmm. as as well like no charges um those situations he brought the attention on his moment 
it was his moment. Um, yeah. He was enshrined into the Hall of Fame. Um, and say what you will about Randy Moss, um, he's not a saint by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. But he used this moment to draw attention to others who didn't have it. Yeah. yeah. And so he had um, stitched in his tie the names of those victims. Mm. Um, and it's powerful because the NFL has not had like the best uh, track record with this issue, you know, yeah. you know, with the national anthem called Kaepernick. Yeah. So the fact that a player of this caliber who's being enshrined would share his moment and, you know, shine a spotlight on. Yeah. Him. Yeah. I mean, I, th I thought that was tremendous, mm -hmm. you know, so. I mean, I know it happened like a week or two ago, but I, I didn't want our show not to talk about that. Right. Absolutely, because, you know, speaking of just like some of the victims and more more focused on Trayvon Martin, there was an mm. article that I read um, actually before coming over here um, about the mother and she basically stated that she will, she hasn't forgiven Zimmerman and she won't. Hmm. How do you guys feel about that? Like, yeah. I'm not saying that if she's right or wrong, but more so kind of putting yourself in that situation and just where you are in life now and where you was, like what would be that difference of, like what would forgiveness look like for you in like a situation like that? So she says she won't forgive yeah, she she says she hasn't forgiven him and doesn't feel like she ever will. I mean, like so many people have told me before, forgiveness is not for that person. Actually, it's for you. Yeah. You know I mean, because when you hold on to stuff like that, that stuff begins to stew and fester, and I, I can't imagine how that would feel. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how it is to feel a kid at the hand of another person. You know what I mean? Especially when it was, you know, blatant racism going on with that. You know what I mean? Like, but for me, I would have to forgive if I didn't. It would turn me into a person that I don't want to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because of the simple fact, when you're not forgiving a person, you're basically, I said it before, it's like you're taking the poison and expecting the person to die. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you end up, that person going on with their life, they probably don't forget about it. They may still think about it and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure the guy still think about it. I, don't, I can't imagine you killing somebody and not thinking about it at all. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's some, something like that stays with you. You know yeah. what I mean? But that, if it's staying with him and you can't forgive, it's staying with you as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're living an experience that's going to continue to drive you. And it's going to drive you insane eventually. Yeah. Or mad with hate. You know what I mean? So I would say, I mean, she should try to forgive him. You know what I mean? I can't tell her what to do and how to do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But um, she should try to find that part of her that can't forgive because or else it's basically she's just putting her life on pause. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if you ain't forgiving somebody, you continually stuck in that moment. You're basically on an inf infinite loop. Yeah. Going in that situation, coming out of that situation, going in that situation, staying in that situation, drowning yourself in that situation. Mm -hmm. If you can't get a life wrap out, you know what I mean, it, it ain't going to do your life no good. You yeah. know what I mean? You're going to go around with this block on your shoulder that's going to weigh you down to death. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like she should come up out of it. If it was me, I would try my best to find forgiveness. It may, it may not come quick. Mm. But I, I would want to be able to forgive a person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I said, I can't, I don't know how it feels. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I'm absolutely. not even going to lie like I know. You know yeah. what I mean? I can't even lie and just say, yo, this is exactly what I would do. Mm -hmm. All I can say is I would try. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would want, I hope that I have enough people, enough wise counsel around me that wouldn't let me die yeah. with that. Because, you know what I mean? If you ain't forgiving people, man, that stuff can weigh on you. And it'll make you miss out on your blessings in life, actually. You know what mm. I mean? So I'm praying for that lady, man. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Stephen L? Well, I would say, like, I mean, obviously to lose somebody like that does, is not ideal. Yeah. And um, to lose someone so young. Um, 
But, you know, to take into account that uh, her son being slain has started a movement. Yeah. You yeah. know, it, it, it basically, look, what were you just talking about? Mm. We now know because he was slain, we now know racism is not dead. Yeah. We know it now. Um, so, and then just like there he said, it's this kind of like poison in your life that you're just kind of keeping in there. And it's really not changing anything. Um, so at the very least, if she saw it that way, I feel like yeah. she would eventually uh, forgive Zimmerman mm. just to release herself because she has the rest of her life to live. Yeah. yeah, you know, she has the rest of her own life to live. So, yeah. um, but just to, I just hope that she realizes that her son has started a movement. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. I mean, I mean, I think that's tremendous. So, uh, so yeah, I, I hope she does eventually uh, forgive him. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like, like uh, Darius said, like I don't know exactly what I would do or how yeah. I would respond if that was yeah. my own child, you know, being you know shot at for no reason. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, and. You know, I I really I can't say what how I will feel. I know I will be in shock, and I know that I'll be crying, and I know that I'll be grieving for sure because it's a yeah. loss. But I think when it comes to forgiveness, I think before knowing God, I think I'll be in the same place, like of just like okay, well you kill my child, you don't deserve forgiveness, you know, uh, you don't deserve this, you don't de deserve that because my son didn't deserve death, you right? Know, because right. he didn't. You know, do anything, but I think now just knowing God and, and what how He feels about forgiveness, and you know Him sending His Son down here to bear all of my sins, <laughs> um, to a point where He was even separated from God, and that never happened. Like right. He never knew what that even felt like until mm -hmm. He took on my sins, and so you know, like thinking about stuff like that is just like you know what, like. I don't want to be weighed down by somebody else's sin. You know, like, that's, you know what I'm saying? It happened. Right. I'm grieving about it. I will always grieve about it because that's my son. I, right. I lost him. But, I like, like you know, Darius said, it's like, I don't want to be the person drinking the poison expecting you to die. Like, I want to be able to live my life, you know, freely, one day at a time, you know, and not allowing somebody to have control over my emotions yeah. day in and day out. Um, like, cause I mean, it's always going to be there. Like I think about my friend Kavi who was killed mm. in, in a car accident. Like I think about it every day. I don't like indulge in it, but like I miss my friend like yeah. wholeheartedly, but I'm living my life too in a sense of like I, with him in mind. Cause there's so many different things that I'm doing right now that he would have wanted to do. Right. Um, and so it's like there's still a piece of me, you know, a piece of him living inside of me and that's exuded in everything that I do. Um, so I feel like that's probably how she could possibly interpret it. Like, you know, live for your son. Do the things that you feel like he was, you know, he wanted to do. You know, jump on this movement. Make it something, you know, big. You know, like, you know, Stevie said, you know, like the – the the movement like because of him like we now know that racism exists even if we didn't know it exists before that but it was very blatant at that moment to where like kids and adults and you know black black people who were uh killed uh due to police brutality sometimes for no reason like, right yeah for no reason or it was a mistake or it was a you know whatever you know it's just like you know this movement can be so much more. I don't know how far it can go because it's, you know, we have so much injustice in the system where it's like, okay, well, okay, there's another black guy, you know, dead, shot by a police officer, and what he gets, basically, you almost should say, like, probation, like community service or something like that. Yeah. Because how long they stay in jail and prison is just ridiculous They basically sometimes. get exonerated. You right. Know what I mean, they basically just get a free pass. You know what I mean? But, hey, man, I don't know what it is, man. I feel down, man. I got to get happy again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Okay, uh, so breaking news. <laughs> yes, we're going to discuss the breaking news. All right. So Idris Elba 
is the forerunner to become, possibly become, the next James Bond. Hey, man, that's good, man. We need a black James Bond in these streets now, man. <laughs> I just feel like something fresh has to be brought to the table this Yeah, time. man, I'm tired of seeing dingy white dudes being James oh, Bond. Oh, gosh. Not <laughs> Daniel Craig was an awesome Bond. It's just yeah, that, he was. you know, at this point, in this time, you know, in the time of Black Panther, in the time of, you know, that being successful. Yeah. What argument do you have exactly. against it? You don't have an argument against that. Because it need to happen, man. It ain't like the dude ain't an awesome actor as it is. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? He's an incredible actor. Incredible. Y'all ever watch Luther? You know oh, I, mean? I was oh, about to mention that. Yeah. Luther, that show is amazing. Amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? Like, it ain't like he don't have the accolades, the, back, the backing behind him to bring the people to the screen. Mm. You know, they, they need to get it directed. Dude directed Black Panther. They need to get him to direct. Right. Well, Coogler, just, let's just get Coogler on everything exactly. black. Hey, man, the man hot now. <laughs> he, 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 like, he, like, he, just, he just white hot right, right. now. Right. You know wow. what I mean? He's just, like, he amazing. Like, you can't say the man don't know how to put together, put together a storyline because he yeah. does. But, you know what I mean? All jumping aside, man, I hope that he does get it because, I mean, it ain't like he don't deserve it and it ain't like he ain't. And great actor. So, mm-hmm. uh, put this man on 007 for I can have a reason to go to the movie theater, even oh. though I went to the movie theater to see all the Bonds. <laughs> but, um, except for the ones that was in the old days back when um, Sean Connery was um, James Bond. I just but, watched those on TBS. Yeah. I, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> TBS has all of them, basically. Yeah. TBS is like they got the rights to James Bond and everything old. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, after... That he already died on um, uh, Avengers two. Um, I mean Avengers Infinity War. He got yeah. killed, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Sad. So, sad. so let us have this one. Yeah, let us <laughs> have it. We tired of watching our superhero disintegrate. Right. Sad. I ain't even know what to do when but, I walked out that theater. But no, I was just gonna say. What was I gonna say? Just like the follow up to it. Yeah. It's like um, people. Oh already... yeah, so yeah. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so basically, so after that article was posted about rumors like of him being the James Bond, he yeah. tweeted, uh, "My name's Elba, Idris Elba." Yeah. So that's what right? started the wildfire. So that's what started yeah. the wildfire. But then he came back with the image of Public Enemy and uh. he put, uh, "Don't believe the hype." Mm. So it's kind of like. Is he or is he not? Hey, man, don't know? be teasing people like that, man. Nobody ain't got time for all right, that. Right, but the director is, the, the even the director is like, it's time for a non-white actor to play the role of James Oh, Bond. man. What, 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 what's holding us up then? The director say it's time. And, and Idris Elba, he also, he, he, hey, man, give sexual chocolate a chance. Not sexual chocolate. You know what Do I mean? you know what kind of audience you would draw to Bond if Idris Elba... Well, you get all the black people back. Right? Uh, you get uh, and, uh, women. Women on all oh, sides. Oh, yeah, because it's mostly dudes who watch Bond. Yeah, you get all mm. the women. Exactly. I'm coming. You can make money. I'm Think coming. about it. Mark this right. Now, don't have him in no kind of buffoonery. Don't have him like undercover brother or nothing like that. Oh, my gosh. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I don't think they're going to do that. You try to pay for something, they let you in the door, they'll be like, Hey, we gonna make a mockery of this guy. So, you know what I mean? Let's just uh, not do that. I would be happy to see that. It would be a good thing, a positive thing, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. yeah. Wow, we really we really went through these topics here. We did. We, we did. So I want to bring up one more thing since uh, we've been so efficient on time. Yeah. We yeah. did not get to touch on last week uh, LeBron James opening up his I Promise School. I oh, promise. Yeah. Um, I know everyone's talked about this from every angle, but we got to talk about it because this is what we do. We deal hope. As yeah. Jay says, so yeah, let's I'm, talk about it. I'm excited about it. Like, you know, I'm not really too fond of LeBron James sometimes. Why? Uh, because he's just dramatic on the court. 
Hey man, that man got he got a lot of heart. He got he got stats. Okay, you know I, I get that. I ain't gonna knock that. But Don't he hate on the little, king. He could be a little too dramatic. It is what it is. When you He's got dramatic. trying to do everything, you gotta be dramatic. He's dramatic. Though. He can be. She a whole way. He can be. A whole one. I mean. Now. Yes. <laughs> yes. But I do love the things that he's doing. You know, like he's giving these people bikes, you know, yes. upon arrival to school. But um, also, like, it's year round. So, like, there's an accelerated course. Right. You know, oh, accelerated right. courses. Yeah. He, so yeah, it's yeah, like. Yeah. He acts. And also, he's uh, putting the parents. You know, if they would like, like, if they did not graduate high school, oh, yeah. um, high school GED programs for the parents. Right. Um, so everybody's benefiting. Hey, man, I, like I tell people, man, they got to be the most philanthropic player mm-hmm. of sports I ever seen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he really tries to help. He really tries to push himself beyond the arena of sports. You know what yeah. I mean? And actually become a person that say, hey, I do sports, but I do other things as well. I also help people. I also, I'm an executive producer for a lot of shows. I'm also, I'm LeBron James, but I'm multifaceted. Yes. And this school right here, the way he put it about, he giving the clothes for free. They basically in everything free. Yeah. They you don't have to I mean? worry about anything. They don't have to worry about anything. And he's trying to take care of the parents. What what school system? Our government ain't even doing it like that. Yeah, right. And that's the I mean? thing. Like, maybe it could become something, even if it's, like, with uh, other charter or private schools. Yeah. Well, no, this is a public school, Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. But with charter and private schools, like, not just the, the kid when they come here, but their home situation. Yeah. You have to, in some way... Um. If you know it's an area, if you know, if a kid comes to you and you know there's something going on at home, I mean, I know there's legalities and legalese and all yeah. that, but um, what this school is doing is tremendous because it will affect the kid, Yeah, you know, and um, I mean, what else? It was also like free pr- transportation within two miles. Yeah. Um, free transportation. So that's miles. that's a barrier broken. And it's job placement for the parents if they come Job from. placement yeah. for the parents as yeah, well, so which affects the I situation. I say that, man. That, that right there in itself is dope. You know what I mean? Because and, and then here's the kicker. Yeah. Here's the kicker. I'm sorry. Um, if a uh, student graduates right. and they are accepted to the school, they go to the University of Akron yeah. tuition free. free. Yep. Yeah. Tuition free, guys. Tuition Who free. Who out here else giving free tuition? New York. Obama tried yeah, to do bump it. New York, man. Okay. Obama oh, yeah, tried yeah. to get it done in more places, but <laughs> he told me know, that they shut it. Yeah, I'm about to say, you know, the good right wing <laughs> agenda said we ain't, try, we ain't trying to have a bunch of people educated now. We just we gotta have a cream rise to the top situation in America. Oh, Yep, yep. But that's that basically what it is. You yep. know what I mean? When you don't want to educate the masses, you basically trying to keep it full cream, rise to the top. Everything else settles at the bottom. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the people in the middle are the ones that work the hardest because you got to take care of the people at the bottom and the top. That's why it sucks to be middle class. Yeah. Because you are basically the working stiff for America. Yeah. Yep, yeah, you I mean, end up paying the most of your money exactly to, mm-hmm. to toward taxes. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, what I mean, that what you're doing, sir, is a good thing. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, and we are glad to see more players investing in their communities to the extent that you are, because mm-hmm. some people just show up and get a little camps, but you show yep. up and plan a school. Right. It, exactly, because a lot of people will uh, pit all of this against what Michael Jordan has or has not done, being such a luminary of his time. Yeah. Um, just, well, Michael didn't do all this, you know, mm-hmm. didn't put himself out there for causes. And whatever he did, he just kind of shrugged it off. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, I don't know. I don't, I, know say I, I don't like when you try to do that, man. Like... <laughs> I mean, you can't tell people what to do. You know what I mean? And right. You can't. If you try, why? Why do you try to create an argument when there is none to have? You know what I mean? Because I feel like that's just things that our society do well now is try to find arguing points and then try yeah. to put down something that somebody does 
or even not try to, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> nah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's true too. <laughs> but you know what I mean, oh, My, you know, you know, Michael. They say Michael's out here, you know, what I'm saying gambling, money, playing golf, and all that stuff. But I mean, at the same yeah. time, you know, what I mean, like you can't tell people what to do with their money. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And this stuff is something that's on LeBron James' heart, yeah. so he does it, and we're glad that he has the heart to be able to do it. We hope that a lot of more players will have that same heart. We hope that, shoot, even regular Joes had the same heart to help people get out of the street because people are always calling for the top to do something, but when really all change started at the bottom. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it don't start at the top because most of the time the top ain't even looking down. They're looking around at, on their own horizon. Mm-hmm. And if we want to help people to climb up, get educated, do the things that they need to do, learn the things that they need to learn, um, the only way to do it is to be each other's brother's keeper, you know yeah. what I'm saying, each other's sister's keeper. Because if we ain't doing that, you know what I mean, one person can't save the whole world. LeBron is only no. doing it in this community. But right. guess how many other communities out here that need help that exactly. we can help in. You know yeah. what I mean? We can change. We, you know, that's why I'm proud of, like, a lot of the organizations that's out here, you know what I mean, that actually try to help kids, try to help parents, you know what I mean, even just, like, our own church, you know what I'm saying? It, it is very community Pro community, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it, and I feel like that's what we sh- should all strive to be. You know what I mean? Pro community, but a lot of people ain't doing that. You know what I mean? A lot of people ain't showing that love. You know what I mean? We <laughs> Angel should. said Michael was too busy gambling and playing golf. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we we have to come together, man. Like you know what yeah. I mean? And and it started at the home. Yeah. And when the home reach out, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, we we got a we got a dialogue. Yeah, we, we got, got a dialogue, dialogue in the comments. <laughs> but, so uh, Ron uh, says to Angel, MJ gives back in a great way. He also invests in Boys and Girls Club. He also gives scholarships to inner city youth along with countless other organizations. Ah oh, man. Oh, while true. playing while he was playing Ron. Wow, yeah, he's playing run. Hey man, <laughs> we don't know that, so I don't know. I can't argue those points. Well, yeah, well, okay. I mean, just one thing I'll have to say about it because, um, we could always say that LeBron is a product of social media as far as like his reach to people, and he's just maximizing that platform where MJ yeah, did yeah, not yeah, have yeah, that yeah. platform right. to be as much in the mainstream and not just sports fan. I mean, besides the shoes, besides the cologne, besides whatever ballpark hot dogs, whatever he was selling. Right. But at the same time, look at somebody like Muhammad Ali in the 60s who used, whenever he was on TV, Almost he lost his whole likelihood. Exactly. He lost three years of his prime to yeah. what he believed. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then he was always helping people you know, wherever he was at, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so, um, I think people look at that and they're like, well, no, we shouldn't give MJ a pass, you know yeah. what I mean? And the thing is, I, I see what you're saying. Nothing we can say is going to get anybody who needed it back then from Michael Jordan, exactly. the help they needed. It's exactly. not going to do it. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but at the same time, I mean, I, I guess we still have to talk about it in some regard. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't... So maybe the next generation of athletes won't be, if they ever have MJ's platform, won't be as callous. Yeah, to... I feel you. You know what I mean? I guess you, like you're saying, like we talked about earlier, sometimes you have to talk about that other side of the, yeah, other side of the spectrum the that either bring light to what's going on, really, because... I mean, I feel you know. I mean, I don't know if MJ did a lot of things. I don't know him. I don't know his friends. Most of the time I ever heard about. Him. I was like younger at the time. I exactly. wasn't really I looking for what about he was doing. So in I can't community. say I know what I know I'm what he young. did. And, you know <laughs> what I mean? So, I mean, but Ali, we know most definitely what happened because that became a point in America that actually made history. You know what I mean? And yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's actually taught to us. You know what I mean? And we've seen it a lot. But MJ, I don't. I don't I when I was watching basketball, I never heard of MJ doing a lot for the community and stuff. I see he do little stuff like that and little camps and stuff like that. He get people shoes and stuff like that. But you know, what I mean, never you know anything that was just like you know as momentous as this. You know, what I mean, uh, yeah, you know, definitely. 
Um. Oh yeah, oh. true, true. Yeah, he did say that. He, yeah. So um, Russell says people will always hold against MJ his quote that Republicans buy Snickers too. He wasn't vocal, but he did donate money. Yeah, he yeah, said and that's that. What I'm saying. And that's uh, what I'm saying. He was a he See, was a businessman. I don't know. Man. I think I mean I feel like because Too we are certain. so media savvy now, you know, like that's where we get most of our information from. And I think it's just like what Steve said. It's like it's not that he probably wasn't doing anything. He just didn't have like this like social media yeah, to be able to school, exploit basically. it. Exactly. It's like I'm moving silently. Like the people who the people you know. Who's surrounding me or a part of it knows about it, basically. Exactly. Unless, unless you're like Ron and like you know you know it, you researched it. And, because it's, that's you know. what Ron do, man. Ron yeah. think he know everything, man. Um, I fight my brother in a minute about okay. some stuff like that. But I mean, that, that's who he, Ron do know what he's talking about most times. Yeah, yeah, I'm not me saying him, that he doesn't. Me and him argue a lot about stuff like this, so you know, I know exactly you know that and, he may know what he's talking about. And, and there is a balance too, because I remember back in the day when I first started. Um, Following basketball, it was around 95, 96, 97. Man, yo. Yeah. (laughs) And I was learning about different players. (laughs) Yes. Oh, (laughs) I mean, that's part of it. That's part of it. Honestly, I don't think the tax they, breaks. I don't think they actually do it for tax breaks because I, honestly, if you know money, it, it don't really give you that much of a tax break. <laughs> but um, I remember learning about a guy like Hakeem Olajuwon, for yeah. example, um, who was a great man of his faith. Yeah. Um, that did a lot of stuff for the community and almost demanded that he got no press for it. Yeah, he, that's like, what I'm he saying. Kept, he moved in silence. silence. But that's you how know, it was back in the day. A know, lot of people didn't want to know the ride. You know what I mean? But, you know, we are the age that everybody always in front of a camera. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Somebody always in somebody's business. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, first of all, people are like, why are you in my business? You put it out here on the internet. So well, it ain't that hard. I know. You know exactly. what I mean? I can scroll down my timeline, see what you ate, see what you're thinking, and see where you're at in your relationship with either man, woman, or God. You know what right. I mean? So, right. you know what I mean? It ain't in your business. It's just out here in the public now. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. So if you're just joining us, uh, we're just having a, a lively discussion. I've decided not to pan the camera as much just yeah. for the stability of the connection and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, trying to make y'all dizzy. Exactly. So, uh, I yes. I watching this rain. Sorry. Um, yes, we have a nice big window. We yeah, and it's a lot just of for those who are tuning in, our window, you know, because y'all gonna go back <laughs> to the, um, you're gonna go back to the beginning after this is over. But we are. Darius and I are dropping a single called Nuggets No Chicken. Please yeah. be on the lookout for that. Exactly. Um, I'm excited. Coming to you from Unlimited Records. What? What? <laughs> Nuggets, no chicken. It's gonna go viral. We're gonna have a dance with it as well. Music video, everything. We'll get one of them little young kids to do the chicken on the whole thing. Oh no, the chicken! (laughs) The chicken dance. It comes full circle. This is the third episode (laughs) that has come up. The chicken is. Every time I see that, I think I look at that once a week just to laugh and brighten up my day. You know what I mean? But you know what I mean. For the most part, you know what I mean. Hey man, ask y'all a question, man. (laughs) What's that? It. Can I ask y'all a question, man? <laughs> Can I ask y'all a question? What's the question? What y'all thought about Queen Sermon today, man? Oh, my God. Well, I, you know, I'm I'm in the hole right oh, now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're in the hole now. Oh, I mean, Angel, you know, I mean, kids. Angel, he means that Kino Kids is the best, and we love it. <laughs> Hey, no, well, no. Know, we yeah, serve the kids. We love kids. No, it was kids. good. Oh my goodness. Yeah, man. Quay did that to, today. Yeah, you know what I mean, I got this first sermon I've seen in a while. Like, I, I really want to go watch Doctor Doctor Strange. You ain't never seen Doctor Strange? No, I want to go see it again. Oh, I was, I was about to say. People did sleep on that movie. People, people sleep. I don't know why, because it's amazing. Great. Now I just want to yeah. go look at it again from the exactly. lens you of feel what that spiritual thing. Yes, but when, she, woo, he, see, but Savon, I be sitting there having them conversations with Savon during the movie. I like, hey, you see that that resonates on a spiritual spectrum. Yep. And she was like, I'm watching the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but you did you catch did you catch what he just said? 
Can we watch the movie? I was like, you know, you ain't really watching the movie. I'm about to watch that tonight. I'm watching that tonight. Yes. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna watch it tonight. And he had some good cat sayings. I was like, that joke was saying, do something strange for some peace. Hallelujah. Come on now. I'm going to see it tomorrow now. I'm going to watch the screen. Come on now. Cause Yo, I, was I, was I was up front. He didn't did look, did look cat there to walk with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, come on, okay. boy. You Do something strange for piece some peace. And he brought, and, and he used, I like the A way toaster. he used Doctor Strange and also used Stranger Things to kind of like oh, bring yeah. the things. Like he used the Stranger Things logo. You know, like that written in red 80s yeah. type thing. And you know, talking about strange love, being strange, all that stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. I like stuff like that. I like when people do stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's just, mm. it's, it's on my side of it. Yeah. That's the way my brain thinks. Mm. <laughs> right. But it was good, man. You know what mm. I mean? Just talking about the, um, what we have to do, why we have to be strange. You know right. what I mean? As a whole, we have to be different. Mm. We got can't be like everybody else. We right. can't treat this world like everybody. We can't treat situations like everybody else would treat these situations yeah because if we do you know if we do act as if everybody else nobody wouldn't be able to know who we are yeah i mean as christians and stuff like that so it was cool man my bad steve you didn't get to see it man yeah it was really good now you know how i felt the mother weeks Uh, i'm talking about sermons and i ain't know what it was and i can't find out till the next day (laughs) hey i mean i'll just watch it in the stream i'll watch it on the stream Tomorrow at work, um, yeah. past the time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, it's all but it was really good though. Like, kind of piggybacking off what um, Darius was saying. Like, I, I think the part that I love was like the toaster illustration. Yeah, it's like you know, basically, <laughs> stuff. it was a lot of malfunctions going on with that. At first. Yeah, but it was. It but was good. It was I got good, it. it. I was, actually wanted a piece of bread. Though. I, I did. Piece of toast. I really wanted that I about toast. To say, hey, you got some jelly uh, suitcase while you up here making. I heard toast. you. I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> Put some jelly on that thing. We can but, break bread um, for real. <laughs> that's why I want to do my communion with. Thank exactly. you. Exactly. Toast with some red jelly, <laughs> so you can have Jesus. On the bread, you guys mm-hmm. like, nah, that ain't gonna work. But anyway, no, it's my bread. No, it's not. But uh, yeah. But anyways, it was good. Knowing like, your just, purpose, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? He made the toast. He put the toast. See what he did? He put the toast on a stack of papers. Mm-hmm. Come on now. And he said, "Yo, you know what I mean? This is the toast, but it's 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 not a paperweight. He used it basically for a paperweight. But that wasn't that toaster's purpose. His purpose was to be a toaster." Mm-hmm. And when you put the toast in, the, I mean the piece of bread, cause it ain't toast. It ain't toast into mm. you put transformation. The, you know what I'm saying? You put that bread in that toaster, and it turned into toast. Everything actually, it became what it's supposed to be. It made that bread something more. Woo! You know what I mean? Hallelujah! You know what I mean? <laughs> Think about that. I did that. Quay, I just upped your sermon. You know what I mean? That was that. Nah, I'm just playing. But he, you know, but that just go to show this a further. <laughs> that just go to further perfect, illustrate. Perfect, perfect shot. I got you. <laughs> it go to further illustrate that you know what I mean. That that's just you know what I mean. When you serving your purpose, yeah. you know what I mean. How much you change not only yourself and mm-hmm. but you change everything around you. you know what yeah. I mean? And I, I like stuff like that. It, he actually just put some logs on my fire this the day he got me thinking. You know what I mean. I want, huh? I mean, some logs in my fire. You know how to connect me on the internet? You know what I mean? No, but to kind of what you're saying, even with the toaster thing, it's like, I love the fact where he was like, it's going to get hot. Like, there's going to be challenges, Mm. you know, but if you get out too soon, you're not going to be able to fulfill your purpose. So I think it's like even just kind of relaying that to uh, people who are seeking God, people who are already disciples, who already claim to be Christians. Yeah. You know, it's like, there are, it's going to be challenges, you know, and it's going to feel hot. It's going to feel like you just want to jump out and You're just feel not pressure. be patient. So it's, it's like, patience is the key to be transformed into what Jesus is calling you to be. But you can't, like, you, you just can't hop out when it, it gets tough. Like, 
those are the the moldable moments to continue to become who God has called you to be. And I think right. that's that's one of the things that kind of stuck out to me because I feel like a lot of times when people are you know claim to be Christians or this is their life, like you see their life and it's like, whoa, what is this? And yeah. then you look at the Bible and you're like, well, I don't know uh, about that connection. But um, what he was just basically kind of like relaying is that. You know, being a Christian is a, it comes with a standard. Yeah. You know, and you have to look different. You know, yeah. it's it's it looks it looks different. It's 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 more than just coming to church. It's more than just you know coming to an even an event. It's yeah. about your life and your commitment to it. Reading the word and applying it to your life that will bring on the transformation. Mm. Um. So. Yeah, it was yeah, really man. good today. That's a nutshell. We gave you a summary of the sermon. Yeah, I mean. Well, thanks for that. Thanks you know. For that. You know. Yeah, We've been looking out. Gave you a little prequel. You know right. what I mean? So I'll be nice and informed when yeah. I watch it tomorrow. And mm-hmm. everything I said will make sense to you. Yeah. 